0: Hello, everyone. Welcome once again to Cave of the Cross Apologetics. I'm Patrick. And I'm Tony. And uh, we're introducing a new book today. Uh, A little bit shorter episode. We're just going through the preface. And next week, hopefully, we have an interview with Dr. James Anderson. So uh, we're going to talk about our last book. So we kind of just wanted to get the book out here and kind of talk about it. So it gives you the opportunity to order it, have it in whatever format you like. (laughs) It's on Amazon. It's on uh, Logos. I got it both. Uh, It's on whatever Christian bookstore that uh, that uh, you probably like it is of course, uh, Scott Christensen. What about evil? Yeah. Large it, book, Yeah, we're going is, over it. it is pretty massive, yes. right? It's, it's, it's exactly yeah. what you want. The yeah. one-stop shop for all things evil. I don't know if <laughs> yeah. that's how he'd want us it's, to sell it's it. It's at least, what, an inch maybe thick? Something yeah. like that? Yeah. So it's a good end point for your bookshelf. And it's a W, so you need something at the end. <laughs> at the very end, yeah, yeah what? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Zathra is, is at the end. <laughs> it's just a small book. It's a Jumanji ripoff because the author can't write more. Anyway, uh, Scott Christensen, as you know, uh, has been, uh, he was our first guest mm. to talk about what about free will. Yeah. So yeah. he's keeping the, what abouts. So hopefully the next one is, uh, continues, uh, the, the process. Not that we're asking him to write more, but, uh, we enjoy him. <laughs> but much. it is good. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah. He, he's, he's done a lot of stuff. interviews on this already. Uh, it's been out, out for about uh, probably a year? a year or so. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think it came out in, uh, in 2020 because, yeah. uh, he mentions, uh, COVID there, there you go so
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah. so uh, we wanted to do the preface and uh, th- this book is very well laid out um, he, he he doesn't bury the lead he gives you the answer right away right yeah. and then yeah. he doesn't he doesn't drop all the other possibilities he gives you a kind of what his take of it is and then s- supports it but he gives you a good overview he gives you a historical overview he gives you scriptural he gives you uh, reaching back and saying here's a point for uh, this version of an idea of of explaining what about evil, uh, and why it kind of gets knocked down by, by other things.
1: Yeah. And this topic, what about evil is, uh, probably the biggest, uh, argument that is used against, against Christianity out there. Right. What about evil? Right. And so he, he kind of takes, so this is, and he's going to mention it here. This is kind of, you know, uh, a defense, really, of of uh, the yeah, yeah, yeah. The of where where Christians, at least where Christians, can stand with regarding this particular
0: uh, issue, right? right. Uh, so uh, again, you can um, uh, feel free to uh, support him on whatever whatever means, but we hope that you do pick it up. But uh, we're going to crack open uh, the preface here, yeah, and uh, we're going to uh, look at kind of the why, the who, and the what. So why write this book? Who's it for? What's it all about? Yeah. Sounds good. Uh, So he opens it up. Well, why this book? Why pick this up? It's a, it's a dense book. Uh, You know, is it going to cover everything in minute detail? Is He's going to do modus potum. You're going to, you're (laughs) going to figure out what axioms are as opposed to presuppositions. Uh, uh, Let's bring up Bayes theorem. Let's talk about probability. Well, he says, not, not quite. So so he says, uh, why this book? Well, while popular treatments abound, uh, most rigorous Christians' responses to the problem of evil are dominated by strictly philosophical approaches. Oh, darn those philosophers. Yeah, well, you know. Well, okay. <laughs> so something new, something maybe you haven't read before, something in the whole stream of, you probably answered this question, what about evil with your family, your friends, uh, internet atheists, uh, the, the nice atheist uh, down the street who bakes cookies for you and just loves <laughs> everyone, but uh, can't stand the Christians, except for you, you're good, you get cookies. Well, uh, he finds it unfortunate. Unfortunately, that yeah, all most of the books are have this philosophical approach, right? right? Yeah, that's not because that he finds them problematic. There's there's the our keyword word for, for this century. <laughs> uh, to the contrary, they are useful, but by themselves they remain inadequate. He says, mm. well, mm. comprehensive biblical theological and exe- 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 exegetical as opposed to eisegetical responses are wanting. So he, he views that uh, kind of the, the philosophy builds up to God. Uh, and we've, we've seen that critique, especially uh, um, uh, from the presuppositionalist camp uh, to the classical camp is, is seeing that uh, a lot of philosophers tend to be the big apologists because they kind of have a seat at the table. They, they, right. they know the Bayes theorem. They know the classical arguments. they, you know Hume uh, and 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 respond in the same manner, but he says that there's a need for this biblical, you know, uh, answering the question derived from the Bible from theological concepts and from the exegetical responses. Yeah, I so, that.
1: so he doesn't want this to be he, just a philosophical answer to the particular mm-hmm. question. He wants to dive deep into the Bible to find out what the scriptures have to say and how the scriptures deal
0: with this particular right, right. issue, right? It, and it's not to say that it isn't philosophical in, in terms or in formation because if, if you're talking about arguments, if you're talking about uh, thinking processes, guess what? You're doing philosophy. Mm-hmm. So that's the whole thing. That, that's the mm-hmm. great thing is philosophy has kind of been this, uh, you know, uh, faulty towers type uh, ideal. I I, that, you know, human, the rest of them knocked down, but only to be built back up again. So now that we're talking about, Oh, well we need, what's the definition of is, is, and, and stuff like that. So, <laughs> yeah. so uh, again, uh, hopefully part of the show has been to, to, bring you into the world of philosophy and say, hey, guess what? It, it doesn't have to be scary. And just because this book is uh, a certain length it should actually be a, a great part because of all those uh, three parts that he views. And it's uh, what he's uh, claiming is kind of a new territory or, yeah. or uh, stuff that hasn't been fleshed out uh, to his liking enough.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. So he says that, you know, in treating the subjects, uh, he will not be as rigorously focused on the plethora of apologetic matters that most philosophical books on this t- topic are concerned uh, to address. But he says this doesn't mean that the book has no apologetic value. Sure. Right? He he believes it does. But traditional apologetic approaches, he tells us, are not really his immediate objective, right? So, so yes, it does have some apologetic value, but that's not what he's trying to focus right. on, right?
0: So sure. maybe people that read it can meet together and pull out the apologetic reasons. <laughs> so his audience is a kind of perplexed uh, b- believers searching for scripturally constructed theology for answers. So, you know, you, you've, you've read the best of the philosophical point of view. And you're like, okay, well, uh, free will, but, uh, well, how does free will mix in with God's sovereignty? Well, okay. Uh, obviously we have free will, right? Cause that's what the philosophers say. Uh, but then the, the new atheists have come about and determinism has become kind of main one. So how do I, well, then I have to, to argue for free will, but then how does that mix in with, with God's determination of things? Uh, see, uh, what about free will as well? Yeah. Uh, and and so he's 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 addressing that as his audience, the 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 person that uh, wants to be scripturally sound um, Christian who is is kind of searching the scriptures and, and trying to find well, what is the best explanation for why God allows evil or yeah. if ev- evil even exists? Yeah. As he goes on to say that he should say that many books address the problem of evil with a view to providing an immediate salve to suffering readers. So, uh, well, you know, uh, God wouldn't tread on uh, your human uh, reasoning and mm-hmm. free will. And so uh, he just allows you to uh, carry out evil acts because that's what you do. And he comes along every once in a while and Floods or fires or strikes down, and kind of keeps things in, in line, and right. so and, and that's what you
1: can say exactly. And so in the book here, he gives several on um, the footnote here. Sure, he gives several books that do deal with this. You know, how do we deal with suffering on a personal basis, mm-hmm. right? That do try to uh, provide, as he says, salve for uh, for the suffering reader, right? right? But uh, he's he's suggesting that's not that's not exactly what he's
0: doing, right? right. Right, so sometimes the the question is easier than the answer, right? Uh, well, what about evil? Well, f- a human free will—that's that, just what we want to say—is—is—is is, is the short quip answer of like, oh, well, that takes care of it, because it's such a short question, but it's a very complex question, right? Uh, we can always say, well, by what standard? And and oh, you're evading the question. Oh, well, your question is super simple, so I'm just. Making it easy for me to respond to. Yeah,
1: sometimes this is, the way this is uh, framed as there's a kind of an intellectual problem of evil, and then there is a emotional sure. problem of
0: evil, yeah. right?
1: And so he's saying that he, is, and then there's a theological uh, issue with regard to evil. And so he's trying to say that he's not focusing on the emotional part. Right. And then he wants to go into the theological part is mm-hmm. what
0: he's looking at. Right. So he goes on to say that this is not one of those books, but uh, not because that he lacks empathy for those who suffer. Good. Uh, but because uh, his task will be centered on the bigger picture, how sin, evil, corruption, and death fit into the broad outlines of redemptive history. Right. And so uh, that's what he does well um, um, through this, uh, of, of what I've read so far, uh, and also uh, looked ahead at things. Um, just a couple of key features of the book that he does. First of all, footnotes at the foot of the page. So we know he's not a heretic. Uh, so that's a big one. Uh, and, and, and what, uh, Tony, you were mentioning, is that he has a lot of extended reading. If, if you want uh, you know, uh, book recommendations, they're in here. Yeah, <clears throat> And then what he does at the end of uh, kind of each chapter is he – it, it's it's almost like he's a, a teacher. It, it's, it harkens back to the old uh, science lessons that you had. Yeah. You <laughs> had your key terms. So you can go back and say, okay – Uh, Defense, greater glory, theodicy, problem of evil, and theodicy. These are from our introduction. So he lists these uh, key terms. These are things to know the chapter to help you out for later. And so you can go through and write next to them. Okay, defense is this, and then he has study questions on top Mm. of that, Mm. and then he has further reading. So specific things that he pulls out and says, uh, if you want to learn more on kind of the the subjects he covers, uh, he has a, a reading level and. We did not love that? Cause you yeah. just started pulling out books. Right. Um, and so footnotes, further reading, excuse to buy books. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> Study questions, key terms. Uh, those are all here. Uh, they're, they were, um, they were in his last book as well. Uh, I think they're helpful, especially on, uh, you know, again, for the casual reader who wants uh, this type of approach, uh, this theological approach um, to, uh, to um, someone who really wants to sit down and make sure that they have uh, an understanding. And I, I think he, he, um, he doesn't bury the lead. Uh, he, you know, he gives you the answer right on, on chapter one. And, um, and he kind of pr- presents an overview on page seven.
1: Yeah. How about uh, that? I mean, right? you know, pretty, pretty good. You <laughs> yeah, know, it's, yeah. it's not on
0: page 147 uh, <laughs> and it's uh, italicized and you got to put a marker there. I mean, I've already put a lot of markers. Um, so what I've done um, with my study on this is I, what I've been doing is I've been going through the chapter and at the, the, beginning of the chapter, if I want to reference things again, I put like a chapter summary. Mm. So that's what I've been doing. Mm -hmm. Um, That might help you. Um, Maybe not uh, if you're um, doing uh, um, electronic, what I've done is I've taken those same kind of highlight notes and I've tagged it on the chapter number. And I've done that uh, uh, with uh, some of our previous books or just some of the reference books that I have Mm -hmm. where I want to pull out uh, short clips uh, later or short notes, highlights from later on. Um, so uh, hopefully that helps you. Uh, hopefully you'll join us in picking up Scott Christensen's What About Evil? Uh, introductions by D.A. Carson. So, uh, you know, uh, there's a lot of good big names in here that has uh, supported him. Uh, uh, John Frame, Joel Beakey, John MacArthur. I mean, he he, he runs the gamut. Obviously, he's, he's coming from a particular theological point of view, and he has, I think, a good plethora of, of people that, uh, that are here uh, that say good about his book. And uh, he did such a good job. With the balance last time of, yeah. of of his what about free will he he gave the other side just ample opportunity to to make their point their 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 best work uh, even if you didn't agree with his conclusions you can't say he wasn't fair and um, I I think uh, at the very least you get respect out of that for um for for the coverage and so um, he's going to provide us with his answer and then um, a few other answers as well yeah. Yeah. and uh, I, I think it's going to be interesting to read. And hopefully you'll get a lot of benefit out of it. And again, you can pick it up. Uh, we'll provide some links below, help support the show. If not, that's fine too. But um, if not, uh, 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 who doesn't want to learn about more about evil? So you can uh, figure out what's going on in the world, why it's happening, or at least the Christian perspective for yeah. it.
1: So looking forward to it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So join us next time uh, as uh, we do an interview, and we'll uh, hit the ground running with uh, uh, the introduction. All right. What about evil? <laughs> <laughs>
1: See you next time.